0: You're listening to the Faith Matters Podcast with Steve McKinley. Should Christians celebrate Halloween? Or, for that matter, should anyone celebrate Halloween? I want to share with you what God says in His Word in Proverbs chapter 8 and verse 35. This is what God says concerning wisdom For whoso findeth me findeth life and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. And this is typical Jewish thinking in that to choose one thing is to hate or to reject everything else or the other thing. And God says those who hate him love death. and rejecting God and God's wisdom, they are automatically loving and embracing death. And let's be honest with ourselves, our culture today is fascinated with death. For some reason, we have a morbid fascination and a love of death. And think of our entertainment industry that feeds us a constant diet of violence and death and decay. And think of all the horror movies that glorify uh, the mutilation of the body And all the sick, uh, twisted things that uh, have come out even in very recent times in mainstream media, not to speak even of all the the, just the outright evil things. And uh, our culture loves these things and feeds on these things constantly. And so, and this is what Halloween is, isn't it? It's the high day of celebrating. Uh, death, and decay. And uh, just look around at uh, various houses that are decorated and look at the, the spider webs and look at the, uh, the ghosts and goblins and witches and tombstones and uh, bats and all these things that go along with uh, Halloween. This is a celebration of evil... And of death. It's the one time in the year when there's an excitement uh, about the things concerning death and spiritual darkness. And this is what Halloween is today. And we can look back briefly in history and look at where Halloween came from. We find that it has both Christian and pagan roots. Um, and I'm not talking just about Halloween, but the various traditions that kind of surround. Uh, Halloween. And uh, when I speak of Christian roots, what I mean there is very broadly Christian culture. Now, please don't uh, mistake me uh, or get this wrong that Christian culture does not always line up or perhaps very rarely lines up with true biblical Christianity. That is, the Christian faith that we get from the Bible. But I'm speaking here of Christian culture, and back in 600, 608 AD, Pope Boniface IV instituted what became known as All Saints Day. Now this was a celebration of all the saints who had departed this earth and had eventually made their way into heaven, and so these are saints in heaven, and then Pope Uh, Gregory IV in 835 AD moved the day to November 1st, and it's been on November 1st ever since then, this All Saints Day. And right around that time, or maybe a little bit later, another celebration began to appear, and that was All Souls Day, celebrated on November 2nd. And All Souls Day is to be separated from All Saints Day, All Souls Day is a commemoration of those who have died but have not yet reached heaven. Now, inherent in All Souls Day is the idea of purgatory or the limbo state, the kind of in between state um, where people are supposed to uh, be, apparently, that uh, haven't quite made it to heaven, and they're suffering in purgatory, and they're being tormented, and somehow they're they're paying for their sins there in purgatory. Now, supposedly, uh, that's the, or I should say, those are the supposed Christian roots of Halloween. But I think we all know that Halloween also has very, very strong pagan roots as well, and and uh, it's believed that uh, our modern Halloween comes from um, Celtic paganism and Druidry and the Festival of Samhain, which is a uh, celebration and, and a commemoration of those who have died, uh, you know, died loved ones. Now, does that sound very familiar? It sounds very much like the Christian holiday of All Saints Day uh, and But the pagan holiday um, has uh, a lot of dark elements. It's a high day for uh, paganism and for uh, Wiccans and witches and for Satanists and all these things. And uh, it's a day to practice various divinations. It's a a time of magic. And it's believed that uh, the... It's the time of year when the world of the dead comes very near the world of the living. And so there's a lot of demonic activity. And uh, even in Christianity, you have people who will set out candles so that their dead loved ones can find their way home. And apparently they have some kind of encounter with their uh, dead relatives. And so really what we find in, in history then is a blending of kind of Christian ideas with outright paganism. And we call that syncretism. It's, it's the blending of the two. And so the ideas that we find in Christianity have very pagan elements. Now, it's instructive to know that <clears throat> these All Saints Day and All Souls Day Started back in the eighth and the ninth centuries, um, in a period of what's often referred to as the Dark Ages, it was a period period of widespread illiteracy, and even among the clergy or the priests of that time, they were untrained. they <clears throat> They were illiterate themselves. They didn't read the Bible, and so it's understandable that they just adopted the superstitions of the pagans around them. And so what we have in uh, in Christianity, broadly in Christianity today, is uh, pagan superstitions. And so think about that. When you're out there celebrating All Saints Day, or if you visit the graves of your lost loved ones, and if you're lighting candles for those people and saying prayers over the graves, you're actually participating in a pagan rite. Uh, It doesn't come from the Bible, as we'll see here in a moment. These are pagan ideas, and they're not Christian practices. But as Christians, we are to take everything that we believe and everything that we practice out of the Bible. The Bible is God's word. Everything else is man's word. And so what does the Bible have to say about death? And the first thing that the Bible tells us is that Death is actually the punishment for sin. Romans 6.23 says that the wages of sin is death. And so death is not something to be celebrated. Rather, death is something to be feared. And it's something to avoid by running to Christ Jesus. Um, Death is the penalty for sin. Uh, A penalty is, is a bad thing. And death is not good. Eternal death that the Bible speaks about is is horrendous uh, physical torment and punishment uh, for sin. And so that's the first thing: it's that death is rather than being a celebration, it's actually the penalty for sin. And the second thing that we would say that is that this notion of of uh, Christians or uh, dead people. Um, living in this limbo state or, or this in-between state between death and heaven in a place called purgatory is utterly false. There is no such thing in Scripture. In fact, the Bible says in Hebrews 9.27 that it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. And so every person has a day that is appointed unto them to die. And after that comes the judgment. So those who die in their sins will be judged to a place of eternal torment. But the Bible says that for all those who are saved, that is, they are in Christ, their sins have been forgiven and cleansed by the blood of Christ on the cross of Calvary. The Bible says that to be Absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. That's in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 8. And so for the Christian, there is no judgment. There is only immediate um, translation into the presence of the Lord. And so there is no in-between state. In fact, in 1 John 5 and verse 12, it says, He that hath the Son hath life, and he that hath not the Son of God hath not life. It's as simple as that. You either have the Son, that's Jesus Christ, and your sins are forgiven and you already have a home in heaven, or you don't have Christ and you have only the final judgment to look forward to. And those are the only two options. And so don't go pray over the, the graves of your lost loved ones. Don't light candles for them, but rather think about your own soul. Where will you spend eternity? When you die, will you have been born again? Will you have been saved by the blood of Christ? Um, or will you die in your sins? And remember that God says everyone who sins uh, or rejects wisdom sins and defiles his own soul. And to hate God and His wisdom is to love death. And so, uh, and so, death is something—not uh, something to be celebrated, but rather something to be feared. Um, secondly, uh, there is no in-between state; uh, there is only judgment after death. And then the third thing that we would say. Uh, is that Satan himself is not this um, man going around in a red costume with uh, horns and a pointy tail and a pitchfork and kind of stabbing people and uh, you know, and playing practical jokes and those kinds of things. The Bible says that Satan is as a roaring lion lion roaming about seeking people to devour. Satan wants to devour you. And what he wants to do is destroy your faith and so that you experience ultimate and eternal death. Um, and in John 10:10, 10, 10, uh, Jesus said that the thief comes not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. The thief he's talking about there is Satan. Satan has come to kill and to to destroy. And Jesus said, "I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly." And so Jesus came into this world to give us life. Satan is in this world to take life. And Halloween is a celebration of death. Ultimately, it's a celebration of Satan. And um I think of uh, Halloween this way. Halloween really is a day to gaze into the face of Satan. It's to boldly get up and look into the abyss of darkness and evil. That's what Halloween is. And you, you set aside time to focus on evil things. And God says that we are to seek him. And he said over in Isaiah chapter 42, God says through the prophet Isaiah, look unto me and be saved all the ends of the earth for I am God and there is none else. God says to look to him. We're not to be gazing into the face of evil. We're not to be looking at Satan and giving attention to Satan. In fact, that opens us up to evil, and to demonic activity. As Christians and as believers, in fact, this is the command to all the earth to look to God for our salvation. Look unto me and be saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am God and there is none else. Even Satan is not a god. He's a little g-god to people, who hate the the real God, but in reality, he is no God. He's under the authority of God himself. And uh, we are not to celebrate Satan. Satan has come to kill and to destroy us, and rather we are to look to God for our salvation because there is no other God. And so all these um, deities that the Celtic pagans are looking to and worshiping, they are no gods. And do you know that uh, pagans today and modern-day Druids, they want to turn all of Europe back to paganism. Uh, They want all of us to worship their pagan gods. And God says, look unto me and be saved all the ends of the earth, for I am God and there is none else. And remember he said in Proverbs 8, all those who hate me, love, death. So let me go back to the question I asked at the outset, should Christians celebrate Halloween? Let me ask a related question. Should Jews of Nazi Germany have celebrated Hitler's birthday, you know, with fun activities and games for the kids and various festivities, partying? Should they have done that? Um let's say no. And again, God says, all they that hate me love death. Should Christians celebrate Halloween? You decide.